I didn't see the book. I'm just telling you. I'll get you the book. Yeah. We'll get you the book. I want to get him on the air and and talk about some of these stories about from World War II. What is he, 95 years old? Still pretty sharp, right? Yeah. Very. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. cool. Is this this an uncle? It's my uncle. He's in California. Okay. And he served over in the Pacific. Yes. Yes. And let me tell you what I've always said. My father served with Patton in Europe. All right, uh-huh. Third Army. And so I was always, always interested big time in uh, the European theater. And then I joined the military, uh, the Air Force, and my first station was on Guam. Uh-huh. And so I started reading up on the Pacific theater. And I started reading about the, uh, the island hopping campaign mm-hmm. in the Pacific, Guam, Tinian, Saipan, those islands, Iwo Jima. And I was able to get out and go to these islands. And I can only tell you, as brutal as I know the European theater was, mm-hmm. the fight in the Pacific had to be just unbelievably brutal. Mm. He would say, he said he was uh, Japanese were coming down the hill yelling, Marines, you die, Marines, you die. Because they wouldn't say Marines. They'd say, right. Marines, you die, Marines, you die. Yep. yep. That's his book. Okay, so Frank Wright is his name. Right. He's not the architect. No. Okay, just no, making no, no, sure. No. Just making <laughs> I sure. I wish he was. Anyway, when we get to, and I'm looking here, I'm trying to figure out this, I'm looking at this picture. Where is he talking about here? That kind of looks like Ewell. Yeah, he was at Iwo Jima. That's Iwo Jima yes, right there. there, and he was at Guam. Yeah. He, he in went Guam, in when he was 16 years old. When when we were, went to war in the Pacific and started going on the island hopping campaign, when they got to Guam, which was one of the first islands they went to because they needed an airstrip, right? you know, to be able to send bombers over the other islands. So you had uh, these guys going in there, and the Japanese had had three years to dig in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were like the like trapdoor spiders, kind of like that. You know, they just pop up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I can tell you, just from personal experience, if you're on Guam, beautiful island. Number one, mm-hmm. number two, beautiful weather. I mean, uh, during the course of a normal day, about eighty three degrees, sure. you get that China Sea breeze. Sure. It's just beautiful, except during monsoon season, yeah. and you're going to get three hours of rain every day. But it was beautiful until. You got into the boonies. That's the jungle. They call it the boonies. And suddenly the humidity went up to 120% or something. It was like 97 degrees in there. You would just pour sweat. Mm-hmm. It was that hot. And, you know, we you see bamboo, and it's 
I know you can see on on Facebook, it's about this big around that you see here in the United States. There, it's like this big around. It's huge. Right. It's huge growing in the rainforest areas. And those people were well concealed. And they had to dig them out. Mm. And they weren't going to give up. He talks a little bit about that. That's the Bushido Code. They gave him the name of Boondocker. He yeah. doesn't like to talk about it a lot, but it's he, they gave him that name because he, he would go out in there and find those. Because uh, the communication was very weak back then, and they wouldn't get notice that they have the island and all that. And so uh, he, would have to, he would have to fight them. I, I, I went in 1977. In 1976, just a few months before I was there, the last Japanese troop surrendered. Yes. On Guam. The guy was living in a little hole Mm -hmm. there on the highland, and Mm -hmm. he was dumpster diving. That's how he was staying alive. Now, how crazy is that? Well, here's even crazier. He went back to Japan. And I don't, is it the president of Japan now, or it's not like the imperial god or anything like that, that, like they had in World War II. But they met his plane on the tarmac on their knees. With a samurai sword. Wow. Wow. You tell me the Bushida code is dead. <laughs> I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, they're, they're got, I don't trust the Germans and I don't trust the Japanese. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. All, right. All right. Randy and Donna are here. They're going to tell you some great studies that are going on at Applied Research Center of Arkansas. It's always impressive to have here. Let me remind you if you have diabetes type 1 or type 2. You, if you can get involved in some of the plans that they have, some of this research that's going on, you should do so because um, it don't take much mm-hmm. to knock you off center and get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm a perfect example of it. My doctor told me, Dr. Uh, 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 what, uh, uh, I can't think of her over at the wound center right now, just off the top of my head. She told me that if I had come in a day later, I would have been suffering organ failure. Oh, my goodness. And she says, yeah, I know you said you were feeling good. Today. I was. I was feeling good. She said you wouldn't have the next day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So anyway, just know it can go sideways fast. Mm-hmm. That's how I lost a toe on my right foot, and that's how I got a two-inch, uh, well, the, the incision's eight inches long. Oh, my gosh. But they went about two and a half inches deep on the bottom of my foot to get all of the infection out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm. You gotta be careful. So listen up to what Donna tells you here. You gotta listen. pay attention. <laughs> yeah, some good stuff. She's looking at me. She knows. She sees that I'm I'm hooked up to a device that has a pump that feeds me antibiotics. You know this here too, Donna. Let me. I show this to you. I'm reaching down here. <laughs> I'm glad right. we're on radio today. Right here. <laughs> oh man. I got a wound vac. A wound wow. vac. Mm-hmm. By the way, this. Pretty amazing device as mm-hmm. well. It sucks all the bad stuff out of where you're hurting. Mm-hmm. And uh, my uh, my surgeon yesterday, I went and saw him, said, man, you are way ahead of schedule. Yeah. Good. So I'm, I'm happy. Well, we, had, we did a study that he was using something like that. So. Was it? Yeah. It was, pretty it was, impressive. It, was a it really is. It's yeah. pretty impressive. Uh-huh. When it's first really working, 
You don't want to watch it. I'm right. just telling you. <laughs> so you go ahead, Donna. You, why don't you start off? Let's talk. Uh, let's talk about the diabetes stuff you got first, because mm-hmm. you got a lot of good stuff about diabetics. We do. We have a lot of uh, diabetes uh, studies going on right now. We have a diabetic gastroparesis study, um, which you know people say, well, what is that? That's kind of diabetics that have a slowing of your stomach. Um, and Glad it just that kinda, doesn't affect me. Exactly. Kind of feel bloated. Sometimes you have nausea. Sometimes you have vomiting. Sometimes you have both. Yeah. Um, uh, but the thing about this is that there's not much out there for diabetic gastroparesis. So um, this is a good study to get in. Um, you know, people um, all around do clinical trials, and a lot of people want to know, you know, why, why should I participate in a clinical trial? And that is to basically help medicine move forward. Um, and like you were just saying, it was, uh, it's interesting because clinical trials, we do blood work um, for these trials. We do other procedures that you have to have that go into the um, study itself. Uh, we've actually caught people that uh, didn't know their hemoglobin A1C was high like it was. We actually have people that, um, you know, uh, from their lab work that we did for the clinical trial that, uh, they actually were significantly high. And so, you know, diabetes is not something you mess around with. No, it will it's affect not. every organ in your body if you don't take care of that. So, um, so I just had one uh, person uh, recently I had to contact to let him know that, unfortunately, uh, he needed to see his doctor because his levels were too high to participate in the study. That's so, not good. That's not good, but it's ways that we can kind of find things out for people as well, too, and then we direct them to where they need to go. There's a lot of people that do qualify for the studies. So the diabetic gastroparesis, we also, uh, the other big one we have is uh, the endometriosis study, which is uh, with the Cornerstone Clinic uh, crew that we're uh, are working with and uh, as with the diabetic gastroparesis there's not a lot out there for endometriosis either but there are a lot of women that suffer from this do they even know really what causes that not a whole lot it's just you know sometimes women have it after childbirth uh, if they've had you know any type of um, uh, surgical procedures sometimes it can cause some scarring or whatever you know uh, but there's not a whole lot of treatment out there so women have to just kind of suffer through it so which is not fun. That is not fun. If you have something and they tell mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. well, we don't really have a treatment for that. Mm-hmm. What was the, the, the one I'm trying to think that women were suffering for many, many years uh, and would have pain and and uh, discomfort and they didn't know what it was. And then they came up with a name for it. And then they said they didn't have any treatment for it. But now that's, that's like fibromyalgia. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> fibromyalgia. Yeah. I remember hearing so much about that in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And it was like doctors saying, no, nah, it's psychosomatic. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was around then, too. So yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying. With that medical. But there are things that uh, nerve endings that people have problems with. That's why when we do clinical trials, we're trying to find treatments for these. Mm for people to be able to participate in and to hopefully get medical care uh, because it is definitely that you have to go through a series of lab tests ekgs for safety values before you can actually even enter into the study so yeah how many times are you do people come in and 
they seem to be in good health, and then you start running them through tests, and you go, mm-hmm. hmm, we got a problem here. Yeah. Have you had, have We've you had that. need to see yeah. your physician exactly. about and mm-hmm. talk to them about this? Or what happens is um, the the patient a patient may come in just for a flu shot, or they may come in for a sore throat. When the APN finishes treating them for that, then they'll look on the last sheet that says, oh, do you have diarrhea, constipation, diabetes, endometriosis, or whatever? And they may check the box yes, and they say, okay, we've treated you for this. Now let's talk about this because you may qualify for the study. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's why we have the walk-in clinic that we recruit from. People come in and they, you know, get treated for something with a a walk-in care, but then they see all the stuff that we have to offer in the specialty fields mm-hmm. that we're working with the Doxone. Yeah, and, and just so everybody knows, if we talk about something like kidney stones or low testosterone or gout or mm-hmm. whatever it might be, this is not the first rodeo on that particular problem. This right. is something that is down the road quite a ways. Right. In fact, mm-hmm. maybe only one step away from getting on the, right. on the market. Right. Usually there's four phases that the drug will go through. <clears throat> we usually catch them in phase two through four. Okay. So and usually it's phase three or four. Mm-hmm. And this, that it's, it's right before release. We're at the ending of the stages of the study before it's released to the public. And a lot of things are already out there and they're using that drug, um, but they can't they can't use it specifically to treat this condition because it hasn't been approved. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Remember Viagra? Yeah, it I was, was just going to bring that yes, up. Yes, it was. It was originally it was originally a heart, you know, for your heart. Yeah, for angina. Yeah, and then the guys who were taking it found out what was going on, and yeah. they said, "Hey, you know." They <laughs> said, well, "Well, the doc says, well, wow, we can treat this for melanasma, you know." And yeah, and of course, back then it was like, "Wow, what's that?" You know, yeah. and uh, what's ED? I wish we were in study work then. <laughs> so, so uh, then they started to. to to promote that for that type, but they had to go through the whole process of drug studies to make it to mm-hmm. where they could market it. It's the marketing for that. Yeah. So and, it's all. You know, can all we say Pfizer? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did well. <laughs> a lot of money for that. So a lot of the drugs are stuff that's already in the in the in the market. People are already using. Is what I'm trying to say. Sure. But now they want to market it for this condition because they know it will work for that condition. Mm-hmm. So they have to do the drug study to tell it. What, what is – there's a term for that in the industry for a drug that works for more than one condition, but maybe, you know, the doctor has been telling people to take this drug, and it's not for it's the not main thing. It's not on the label thing. for that yet. Yeah. Uh, it like, hasn't been approved yet for that particular. Yeah, because there's doctors who do that. Mm-hmm. Even today, they said it, it'll work. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a blood pressure medicine that if you take it, if you're prone to tremors, it will get rid of the tremors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not cleared for that. Right. Right. So that's what some of the studies are. I mean, we have several studies that are already out, and also as far as age indications, it may be out for a certain age group, but it's not out approved yet for you know a different age group so mainly pediatrics so which we actually have a constipation study going on right now that it's already approved for adults but they're trying to get it approved for for the pediatric age group as well okay that's a pediatric uh, irritable bowel syndrome Uh constipation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay yeah 
And let me tell you what, if you don't think constipation is a problem, you've never had it really bad. Right. Mm-hmm. It is a mm. major problem. All right, so Randy and Donna are going to be here for the hour with me. Oh, good. On the, uh, did you guys know you're going to be here? No, I, I didn't know. It okay. doesn't matter. We're good. And I promise I won't spend more time talking about the... Uh, the South Pacific, uh, but we're going to get your uncle on. I love, I, I love talking I about that. Bring, After I, I read the book, uh, I, I was, it was like, I didn't know all that. See, Daddy's gone. He 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 died years ago. And and did your dad talk much about World War Two? Yes. Did he? Yeah. My father did not. Yeah. My father. Yeah, my did dad not. was in the Air Force. He told me he's trying to forget it. No. That's he, what my dad said. He mm. tried to forget it. Yeah. Because he was at Bastogne and a lot of other places that. We're not pretty. Yeah, dad, Daddy did did electronics on airplanes. No, oh, so that's he cool. Was, you know, but he, he was Air Force. I yeah, always he thought that's the right way to do it. He wasn't at the front lines. That's like, right, because we now, sent, Uncle Frank was. We send our officers out to yeah. fight. Mm-hmm. All right, we stay, <laughs> we stay was, behind the Frank front was lines. shot, stabbed, shot in the head, shot in the shoulder. It came out his other shoulder. Wow! It was they wanted to cut off his arm, and they told him no. His arm is good today. I mean, and then they they, they said, "Here's the thing." They said, "Oh, you have what do they call it? battle fatigue, not the post traumatic stress." They, they said, "Oh, you've got battle fatigue." Yep. <laughs> so, and he was. I mean, he was doing some crazy stuff when he kept got out of there. He's you eating razor blades and all that stuff. Do you remember Patton getting in so much trouble about that? I don't know. I don't he went know. into a field yeah. hospital, and a guy was sitting there and said, I just can't That's take right. it anymore, General. Mm-hmm. I just can't, I can't take it. So he, he looked him. around of all the men, and the guy he slapped lived in Lowell, Indiana, because I got to meet him. And uh, he says, I deserve to be slapped by the way I said how I was I was feeling. But he said, I won't have you in here with these heroes and telling me your nerves just won't take it. And he took his gloves off mm-hmm. of his hand, and he mm-hmm. he, he beat him out of the out of the tent mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. he didn't have battle fatigue back then you just right. sucked it up and got on with the process all right we'll we'll go we'll come back <laughs> we'll talk we're going to talk more about medicine okay here on the dave ellswick show randy and donna are here from applied research center of arkansas <coughs> all right we got two minutes before we get to the news at the bottom of the hour and randy and donna will be back with us in the next hour half hour to talk more about applied research center of arkansas uh, before I, I go any further, let me just ask, how about the flu? Are you seeing a lot of flu fly flu, in? Yes, flu's coming around already. Okay. Mm-hmm. They sure. took care of that for me in the hospital. They came in and said, have you had your flu shot, Mr. <laughs> Ellswick? No. Mm-hmm. She had the needle behind sure. her back. Already oh, yeah. had it. <laughs> yeah, I got the double I got the double dose. I'm 66 now. Mm-hmm. I know I sound like I'm 26, all right? But no, I'm 66. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they gave me that shot. It's wow. like a double booster or something like that. They don't mm-hmm. want me to even get a chance of getting the flu. Yeah. No, it's bad news. <laughs> Flu's not fun. Yeah, it never is. Never has been. And, uh, you know, people say, well, I'm not going to take it because, you know, they never get the mixture correct and all that. Let me just tell you what. Taking the flu shot is better than not taking the flu shot. Because if you get the flu and it's not the exact strain, that's Okay. At mm-hmm. least the shot will slow it down a little bit, mm-hmm. and it won't nail you to the floor. Right. We actually had a dad uh, come in. Uh, the whole family had the flu. Oh. But he had the flu shot. He didn't get it this year. Wow. So, yeah, so that proves the fact there. Yeah, I got to get Terry Yamauchi on to talk about that. Mm-hmm. 
because he he deals with that and he's one of the foremost infectious disease guys that Mm -hmm. you'll meet here locally and uh, have him come in and and talk about it but he'll say you take the shot it can't hurt you yeah but it sure can hurt you if you don't don't. take the shot Mm -hmm. if you get this stuff full on all right so randy donna make yourself comfortable we got five minutes then we're going to come back (laughs) For the next 60 seconds, I'm going to get uh, our listeners over to hear the news, see what's happening in the world. What have we missed? Well, there wasn't an impeachment hearing today. Isn't that a nice thing? I'm glad that that hopefully is over. Here's the news. Okay, let's let's talk about some different conditions people have. And uh, it's different now than it used to be. I remember I used to have problems with acid indigestion constantly Mm -hmm. and they put me on some different medicines back in the day and then came prilosec Mm -hmm. or nexium Mm -hmm. and it changed everything gerd is a real deal is it not right it is yeah people have lots of problems with that they can have the burning and the throat burning and waking you up at night i don't have any back teeth because of gerd Mm mm-hmm because I'd be sleeping at night and I'd have, you know, you know, stomach acid mm-hmm. come up and into my mouth. Right. And it ate away the enamel of my teeth. Mm-hmm. Literally. Wow. Right. It's pretty bad. You see what it's doing to the inside of your Yeah. <laughs> think about what it does to your esophagus. <laughs> Ooh, you know, that can be pretty pretty hard. You know what it means when I say Barrett's esophagus? Yes. Man? I got a little bit of that down, mm-hmm. down by my stomach. Yeah. They you got to be careful that. with that, too. They look at it every once in a while. Yeah. You they said, you're cool, Dave. You're keep fit. on top of that one. Yeah, 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 because that's the next step is right. stomach cancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that C word at all. So anyway, with, with that said and done... Talk about this GERD study. What is it that, uh, that well, this does? Well, the GERD study, uh, we're actually enrolling in now. You have to be uh, 18 years and older. Um, actually have to be currently on medications that may not be working as well for you. Um, and then it's actually um, uh, having a diagnosis of GERD. So you can't. You have to be diagnosed with it and have been on medicine for at least uh, eight weeks with this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what kind of medicines are we looking at? We're not looking just at over-the-counter. We're no, it's not over-the-counter. Prescription drugs. medicines that they're trying to get um, on label for that. Uh, you do um, have some testing with that, too, obviously. Like I said, there's criteria for each and every study that we have to go through to make sure that you qualify for that. Um, and then uh, some of the medications, we know what they are. Some of them they're, we're blinded to as well. So uh, we just kind of know the, the thought process of what they're trying to, to get accomplished. Are they trying to do something new, or are they just trying to do something with something what they have already? Something new in addition already? to uh, what you're already on. Because yeah, I came across one of those when I had my surgery on my foot. Mm-hmm. Before I went to surgery, they had me drink this little package of stuff that tasted like the most sourest cherries I've ever had. And they told me that was to keep any kind of reflux from happening. Mm-hmm. Help keep it down. Oh, yeah. For you. You, yeah. Don't, you don't want that to be happening while you're under anesthesia. No, <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want that to be happening. So I, th- I found that that was something new I had never, ever heard about mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm assuming they're trying to find something that 
does even a better job than right. what most people find for right. Medicine's trying to make advances, so that's uh, number one thing with that. Dr. Capallo is actually on this study. He's actually with the Premier Gastroenterology, so he's with us as well as Dr. Uh, Velez, who's been around. Uh, he's been a gastrointestinal physician for. Long time, thirty years, I think, here in Little Rock. <laughs> okay. So we have some prominent doctors that work with us. Have you seen Capallo's new building? They're building uh, on Rodney Parham on no, the Kmart. Have not. It's, it's getting close to be done. You ought to go yes. take a yeah, peek I at it. Yeah, go look over there. Yeah. Over there by Ten Fitness. Yes, mm-hmm. next door. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's going to be premier it's gastroenterology. A whole, a whole big facelift on that mm-hmm. building. Do you know, if people think just for a moment, people don't realize how lucky we are to live where we live as far as medical facilities and the specialists yes. that are here. We got some good ones. You know, I mean, uh, look at Ortho, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I remember when I had both my shoulders rebuilt by Gillum over there, that they were just over there on Canis. Mm-hmm. Now you come down 630, you can't miss their new facility. Right. Mm-hmm. You go to North Little Rock, you can't miss their facility over mm-hmm. there. It's, mm-hmm. it's really... Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's been, they've grown. I, that's one of the places I started out in my career. Because they're really, <laughs> they, they work there. The bottom line work there in the file cabinet. They are very, very good. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. good. I of course, it wasn't the physicians that are there now. These are no, the no. older dogs yeah, way I'm back that started. Gillum, and who used to do shoulders for the Razorbacks back yeah. in the early 2000s, he mm-hmm. was phenomenal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really was yeah we and we've got some real prominent physicians that that work with us in a, in all different areas yeah uh, um i mean we do have uh, dr ken martin works with us he does uh, osteoarthritis of the knees uh, studies so we uh, uh have our um thoughts out there for the first of the year for things coming down uh for new developments for osteoarthritis of the knee so we're trying to um get some of those studies in and get people enrolled in those so because a lot of people suffer from that too arthritic knees people that you know players sports people and and more more now exactly guess what because america is aging that's right or as i like to say uh, randy i can look at you and say they say we're great (laughs) yeah they are yeah (laughs) yeah he is aging well you know you know she was talking about the knees you know when you have your you you have a knee you just that's going bad you just can't go in there and tell your insurance company hey Mm -hmm. i need a new knee Mm -hmm. you know they it's it's a process that you've got to go through okay how bad is it Mm -hmm. okay well let's try this and let's try, that. try this so first just, and until it gets worse <laughs> enough to where oh my gosh i gotta have a new knee you know mm-hmm. yeah. so this is part of the study work that we're going to be getting in and these there's some of them that's starting uh uh after the first of the year so go ahead if you've got knee problems or you know go ahead and give us a call let's get a get you in the database mm-hmm. and that way Absolutely. when these come open then we can just call you and pull up okay we're enrolling now in the knee study let's pull up who we have mm-hmm. so even if we you hear us maybe talk about some of these studies and that we're not starting yet or whatever go ahead and call in and, and give us your your name and your uh what you have we'll get you in the database and when that study starts we'll call you back yeah. Well, let me give you a good example. Low testosterone study that right. they got going on at Applied Research Center of Arkansas. One of the great uh, specialists is Dr. Deanna. Oh, yeah. Over at sure. uh, Arkansas Urology. Mm-hmm. I uh, I just moved to a different doctor from him because he's just too hard right. to see any longer. Mm-hmm. He he's only busy, comes in every, so. every two or three months, you yeah. know. 
sometimes I need to see him before then. Right. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's good with that. So he's working with us on, on that. Uh, so, yeah, if you have low testosterone, if you've uh, been diagnosed with that, particularly if you have some sort of cardiac event along with it, like a um cardiac issues that's what they're particularly looking like, for this go way. ahead i looked at you donna you looked right <laughs> at me when i said that when you said that just like dave like did. dave <laughs> you know when he had a quintuple bypass because his testosterone sucks mm-hmm. bottom line uh, diana uh wanted me on that study and i couldn't do it couldn't, because right. there was something else he had me on mm-hmm. that i couldn't keep taking mm-hmm. so right yeah i didn't give it up yeah, yeah. yeah. what's good that's called exclusions exclusions or if you qualify or not and there's yeah. a i mean you you'll get kicked out of a study real easy just because uh, maybe of something you're on right so that's why we have to have so many people that, that apply for it and try to get in this study and then find out that but maybe because of another situation they can't get in it but keep in mind that even if you don't get into that study there may be a study you can get into that would really benefit you right dave some of these studies we're doing have done basically have done um the drugs are are outrageous in price especially if you don't have insurance oh yeah Mm -hmm. i mean it it, this is a perfect way for somebody especially if they they have problems and they don't have insurance is an excellent way to get these a lot of the drugs that you see on tv the all those advertisements you see during the 530 news you know they spend a lot of money on those but yeah find out how much those drugs are a month for your problem that you've got well, it's outrageous. They, they put at the bottom. Yes. If you look, if you read real quick, yeah. you can see thirty five hundred dollars a right. month. Mm-hmm. And here's the deal: if if one drug company has a drug that comes out, then guess what? The next drug company, their competition is going to be coming up with the same type of drug, has their name on it, but they've got to do all their study work too. Mm-hmm. They yep. can't piggyback on no. Pfizer can't piggyback on somebody else's study work. Or Eli Lilly exactly. can't. Exactly. Pe- They've got to start it all over yeah. again. Yeah, right. So you have so, to go through the whole process. You know, that's why you have so many of the drugs, the same type of drugs out for the same condition, because everybody wants their version of that. Mm-hmm. So Well, you can't just use somebody else's proprietary information. Sure. Yeah. Unless you're the Chinese, of course, uh, to to be able to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what the big argument is holding up the Chinese deal is about proprietary is information. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. They steal it constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. All right, let's take our final break for this hour. We're going to come back. Then I'm going to go over with Donna. Nothing against Randy, but if I want somebody to really talk about the studies, Donna can talk. She's a nurse, man. Hey, she's going to tell you which she's one's the boss. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm used and abused. You know, that's uh, it. Nothing wrong with that. All right, she's yeah. going to tell you what are the hot ones they're really looking for when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Back with your final segment. Randy and Donna are here from Applied Research Center of Arkansas. Donna, uh, the phone number there, 501-954-7822. And I always tell people the phone number. However, if you're really interested in these programs, what you need to do is see them, read about them, find out what the qualifications are necessary and things of that nature. You get that at ARCArkansas.com, ARCArkansas.com. And Mm -hmm. all that's on there. Right. Yes. Now, when you put in for one 
does it automatically put you into the system so if something else pops up that you might be good for that they can contact you right yeah we go ahead and contact you and then you know if if for some reason um you don't qualify for the specific one you are interested in there's other ones that we can see if you would be uh able to get into now you said that there's a, a, a particular business here in arkansas that you cornerstone was that in name it yes yeah that you're doing a lot of work with right now mm-hmm. and cornerstone women uh clinic for women um we work with their physicians uh doing several studies we just um have done um a vaginitis study which um is actually now close to enrollment for that uh but we do have an endometriosis study um yeah, we've that been we're talking about that, that a lot that. here on the air uh they're also um going to be upcoming an infant formula study so if anybody's pregnant that's going to be delivering in the next you know nine months <laughs> um you can call us to uh, see about uh the information on that um and so um we've been working with them we've also been working with um like you said dr deanna who's who's very well known here uh he actually is uh enrolling on studies of the low testosterone as well as kidney stones if you ever had kidney stones this is particularly people with some sort of malabsorption so kidney stones with you know celiac disease kidney stones if you suffer with that uh, you might qualify for this particular study, um, any kind of IBS or any type of, um, you know, issues, ulcerative colitis or Crohn's, which we have studies going on for those. But if you also have kidney stones, you might qualify for So there's several ones we could probably put you in. Okay, so I have heard, you, you can say whether it's true or not, that a kidney stone attack is one of the most painful things that a person can go through. Well, Randy would be able to answer that. Okay, he can answer. You've had a kidney stone. Yeah, number one was the worst. I was on the floor like a baby crawling around. It was it was bad. So you've had okay, yes, yeah, okay, they're, they're, really they're, bad. They're they're, they're they're bad. My mm-hmm. pastor has said from the pulpit he had a kidney stone uh, one time, and he said, you know, you think you're a manly man until you have a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. He says, I was on the floor of the emergency room trying to find some way to get comfortable and crying like a baby. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I was That's what I was doing. It's like, give me the morphine. Mm-hmm. Were, so you've already have it. Yeah. <laughs> give me something else. Yeah, <laughs> give me some more, whatever it is. Do whatever. It. Yeah. So, yeah. But kidney stones bad. are not fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen kidney stones under the microscope, and it's pretty obvious why it causes It's a grain of sand. Yeah, that's all it is with spikes coming off mm-hmm. of it. That's mm-hmm. that, yeah. I was amazed when they showed me Randy Stone. They came out after he had surgery, and I said, that was causing all that problem. Because, <laughs> I mean, you could barely see it with mm-hmm. the with the eye. It was, it was no fun. Yeah. yeah. It hurt. I can imagine. <laughs> and that's what I've been told. I don't. That's one of those things I'm not interested in finding out about. Mm-hmm. be honest with you so keep that in mind kidney stones mm-hmm. again as we mentioned earlier on uh, if you're diabetic type one type two they got different studies that they could use your your help mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. and pediatric constipation if your child suffers from that we're currently enrolling in constipation as well as um obvious um diarrhea studies so for pediatrics you know, you, you you hear these different studies and these different problems, and I just have to tell you, I thank the good Lord that I don't have any problems pooping. 
You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There are a lot of people have problems with just pooping. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not good. Right. We also have a lot. One thing that's um, pretty much uh, for the research side is atopic dermatitis or eczema. Okay. So uh, we're enrolling in those um, studies as well. A lot so, of stuff on television about mm-hmm. dermatitis right Dermatitis. Now. And so we're working with the um, uh, Pinnacle Dermatology, which is a group uh, out that's been with us for, gosh, the last three years, I guess now. So Dr. Mabry, Dr. Wurgis, Dr. Martin are over there. Good group of um, uh, physicians that work with us on those studies. So. They're over there by the promenade. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pinnacle Dermatology. Mm-hmm. Down there by the tavern. Have mm. the best wings in the area. Oh, do they? Yeah, boy. You the like tavern? Yes. Go to the tavern and have the wings there. They're smoked and they are delicious. Oh. They are wonderful. They were voted by USA Today as number five in Is the country. Is that in the promenade? Yeah. It's right across from the movie theater. Okay. If the movie theater is still there. Maybe the yeah, still there. It's still there. I don't know if it's anybody anybody is there <laughs> but it's there i drove by it and it was open but it was okay. you know there's nobody there there's a loud wind blowing through yeah. it okay well, right across they remodeled it there's i don't a, know if it did any good well, be there, remodeling, is a, so. there is a, a tavern there yeah and it oh they got those wings are to die for hmm. they're really good good keep that in mind well, uh, definitely give us a call or visit us on the website so okay the phone call again 501 uh, 954-7822. Let me repeat that to you. 501-954-7822. Best place I believe you can go to, go to arcarkansas.com. That's easy to remember. arcarkansas.com. Yep. And you'll see a list of all yeah, of Yeah, just studies. click on trials. Yes. And click we'll on clinical trials. trials, and you'll see. It'll come up and see all the, the whole list of all what we're doing. And I think at the bottom it, it, it says you can sign up for give us your information if you don't see one and we'll keep it and if we get one uh that's got your specific condition on it then we'll give you a call do you yeah. send something back to them saying yeah we got your information yes we respond you're, uh-huh. yeah you're not, not going to mm-hmm. be used no, no, no. in this study but no and we're local attention. so we're you know we call them and we talk to them oh, okay. uh, our, our yeah. staff calls them when they apply for it we actually get a notification so uh, we contact you uh, and see which one you'd be best qualified for. We also have the walk-in clinic, so we're there Monday through flu and cold season. Flu and cold season. So Monday through Fridays, we're there from eight uh, to four thirty. We're also there on Saturdays from uh, eight until noon. So catch lunch right next door when you get there. That's right. Bur- yeah, Burger King, the pantry, all kinds right of things on, right yeah. there. It's all there now, so uh, you can go over and and, yeah. and partake in those. Hey, uh, Randy, thanks for the book. Yes. I'm going to read this, and we're going to get your uncle on by phone. Good. And we're going he'd to love talk it. to him. Yeah, he'd love it. Got to talk to him. I mean, I you know, I look, and I see these different names in, in this book, and I can yeah. readily talk about them because I've been there. I know. Yeah. You know? Well, that would even be better for him. He'd love to talk to him. You know? I can oh, yeah. Remember. I mean, Iwo Jima, we, we, we lost thousands of men. For a very small runway, mm-hmm. because it was a jumping off port to be able to jo- uh, yeah. to be able to bomb Japan. I think that's where he got stabbed. Is there? He laid uh, he laid under a jap uh, a dead jap for four hours. He had already been stabbed. He couldn't move. He had to wait wow. until 
until there was a time when he could move. Him and another guy could move. And he was injured, too. People came by and said, stay here. We'll come get you. We'll come get you. They never did. And they said, we got to get out of here. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. Because on Iwo Jima, if the Japanese, if you were behind lines and you were lying like he was under somebody, if they thought you were alive, they were bayoneting people. Yes. Uh-huh. They just killed people. They didn't take anybody prisoner. Mm-hmm. They didn't give no. them. They didn't give themselves up to be taken prisoner. Nor did they take prisoners. Right. It was that simple. Or if they took a prisoner, it was to get whatever information they could, then dispatch them as fast mm-hmm. as they could. Yeah. Yeah. We do that show. I guarantee you, you'll be riveted by what you'll hear. <laughs> I, I still, and I said this to Randy, and I don't know if America's people, if we ever got into a real. War, that was a world war. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking a real big war. I don't know if our people have the intestinal fortitude to go through it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Probably not. we got problems figuring out if we're really male or not. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Look at that, Randy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're at the same place uh, I am on that. You just said, well, what? No, uh, I take basic biology. I can figure that one out. All right, but it's time for us to get out of here. Phone number again, 501-954-7822, ARCArkansas.com, the website that's Applied Research Center of Arkansas. Randy, Donna, thanks for being with me today. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. All right, a break, and then we'll come back. And uh, I got this real crazy guy that knows everything there is to know about insurance, health insurance. He's going to join me in my studio. That's coming up in a moment after the news. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.